Friends, allies, and Americans, welcome to the Defense of Democracy podcast, where we tell the stories of folks who defend your children's rights by advocating for inclusive public school systems and who fight for diversity across our nation. I'm your host, Karen Swoboda. Let's get into it. Today on the Defense of Democracy podcast, we are joined by my friend, Walter, who I am very excited to introduce to everyone. Walter has just done something absolutely incredible. He has made a donation of $10,000 and he will match up to $10,000 donations that come in for the remainder of the month of June. So Walter, thank you for that. And I want to introduce you to everyone so that they can meet and and get to know you as well as I have over the past couple of weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much for letting me be here, Karen. You're it's truly an inspiration, and I feel honored that I've been able to um, to help any way I can. So, Walter, you are from you're from the South, okay, and and you've you've described that in in certain words, and I don't want to put words into your mouth, but tell me tell me about what life is like, you know, where you're living and what you're seeing, and why you were inspired to do such an incredible donation. Yeah, I um, well, I'm I'm originally from a midwestern city. Um, a big one that's, you know, full of racism and all that as well. And then, um, but then I lived in the East coast for a long time and, you know, about 10 years ago, I moved down South and, you know, I knew it would be challenging. Um, but that was, I moved down here before Trump won. And, you know, that just was a surreal experience when that guy won and where I lived was a part of his success. You know, it's pretty deep red here. So the fact that, we live in this bizarro world down here um, where the right can just take over a school board and next thing you know, they're ousting in an adjacent county. They ousted one of our one of the superintendents who'd been there less than a year, I think, and they just sacked him on the first day. Oh, I read about that. What was that story? Well, I mean, they Moms for Liberty took over. There was also an awful statewide candidate here who won. But I'm not, I can't get too much into the details because I do want to remain anonymous here for various reasons. And I guess we can get into that. No, it's all right. You were you were talking, and I think it's okay to talk about this. The school superintendent who was fired or, quote, forced to leave or whatever they want to say. And what you have been seeing as a resident of the South in regard to fascism, anti-American propaganda. I mean, I see it all the time. So I live in an affluent suburb of a southern city. And it's mostly white and not a lot of, there is diversity, but it's mostly the diversity here is now white with pockets of historically black communities that are disenfranchised. You know, they're, they're essentially the legacy of um, slavery. Um, And, you know, they are sort of being marginalized all the time, even more and more. So that's the backdrop here. It is the South and, you know, it's, they're taking over school boards. They get on, they just railroad stuff. So you are a, a white straight male, right? Like that's, that's privilege, privilege, privilege. Um, and, and I think it's so compelling and, and hopefully will inspire other white straight males to take a stand against this kind of hatred, ha- hatred and, um, you know, anti-democratic movement that's going on within our country. 
Yeah, I mean, hatred. I like that word. That's a good word. Hatred. That's <laughs> what they are. They're hatreds. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm also a big believer in the First Amendment, the first 10 words about a church and state, etc. Um, but also, yeah, so I am. I'm a very, very privileged and fortunate um, white male, cisgen, nothing exciting. The only kinks I have are in my back or my neck or whatever, you know. So, so you know, um but, you know, I also have a history that I feel like it makes me empathetic to to other people. And I don't get into the details, but, yeah, I've been through it in life, too. And, um, you know, I, I know that there but for the grace of, I say God, but, you know, not my not a big God guy, but you know what I mean. There but for the fickle finger of fate go I. So, you know, I feel incredibly grad, so much gratitude, so much gratitude. And I was just watching a little um, thing on on uh, TikTok that was from Sam Harris, and he said, "You know what? You won the lottery. Be happy. You got a family. You got kids. You're affluent. You're healthy. There are people out there who would give their right arm to be who you are, or trade places with you because they're suffering or going through pain or whatever. I'm so fortunate, you know. And honestly, that's really just the luck of the draw. You know, I could have been born." you know, with cerebral palsy. I could have been born in sub-Saharan Africa. I, could, I mean, we're all just who we are. You know, we're all perfect and imperfect. And that's how I feel about people. And yeah. I, I love that. And I, I like to think that there are, that that you are inspiring other people who are, whatever their privilege is, wh- whether they can give money or they can give time or they can give um, you know, donations of whatever that they can, that this is a, this, this becomes a viable fight when enough people step up to it. Right. Well, and I mean, I was very happy to come and meet you and help provide some seed f- funding and whatnot to get up and running. And I'm, I'm honored to do it. And, um, you know, yeah, I think the reality is, is yeah, I can sit here and, feel terrible for being uh, a white male who's privileged and managed to make a lot of money in life, or I can turn it around and say, yeah, you're right. I am incredibly lucky. I want to change the world. And this is unfair. And what they're doing is cruel, you know, and they are treating people like they're not human, you know, and it's doesn't, and they're banning books and they're forgetting about the first amendment. They're trying to make it a this a religious government. It's it's wrong. It's if you're a strict constitutionalist, you better read that first amendment, especially the first 10 words and realize if you want God in our religion in our government, you're at odds with the first amendment, the first 10 words and I don't like that. So it's 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 bad. Well, when you um I I have to ask like like why? What what stood out about I mean defense of democracy in particular? I, I saw you guys online. I've been following you. It's awesome. I'm like, you know, first of all, I knew who Moms for Liberty was. It's, bleh, you know, barf. But um, in so many ways, they're not moms and they're not for liberty. They're a bunch of really rich white people who want to go back to what we had. They want to make America great again. Well, what the hell's that? Great for who? Great for white guys, you know, and like me, you know, but it's like, I don't have any qualms. I'm I know people down here who, when Black Lives Matter was protesting, they went out and they were so afraid. They're in their homes in the suburbs and they're buying assault rifles and guns. You know, it, gun sales spiked during that time, you know, and a lot of it was 
they're going to come for me. You know, no one's coming for you. My God. It's like, you know, they're just trying to live. They're trying to be part of a world that's fair and equitable, you know? And so, you know, it's all related here. And I just thought you guys are really doing a good job. You're very, for virtually nothing, from what I understand, volunteers, you've built a strong base. So, and, you know, you've got the killer URL, democracy. I can't imagine how it wasn't taken. You guys nailed it. That's kind of why I'm doing a lot of this. And it, and, and I hope that we're doing you proud. We have, we have, Taking your uh, your generosity and and yes, I will tell you, um, you know, you gave an incredible donation. There's no doubt. But I have people who give a five dollar monthly donation. I see it because I see every donation that comes through, and I got to tell you that that does something to my heart. That I've said like this person is making the sacrifice that they feel they can make, and and for some that is five dollars a month. Um, and that's incredible. I get chills just talking about it. Like, I, I can't believe that there's someone out there who, who just trusts us enough to just say, you just take this $5 and you create a change with it. Agree. I mean, that's how, that's how Bernie Sanders does it. You know, he just dollar five bucks at a time. And that's frankly, the really sad thing is that's what Trump does. He gets out there, I'm a legal defense fund, you know, and all this, and then it all just goes straight into his coffers, you know, and it's, you know, whatever. So they're doing it five, 10, 20. but yes, they got the big, big guns behind them too. And my hope is we get some big guns behind us because you know what, this is a righteous fight. It is, we are on the right side. There's no false equivalencies here. You know, we're not the same as them. We are right. And I don't, I need to, I'm very much open to other ideas. I try to be empathetic. I try to see things, you know, and from everybody's perspective, but they're a nefarious organization and need to be stopped. I'm going to pause you there for just a second. It is time for us to do our volunteer shout out, one of my favorite parts of the show. So here we go. Today's volunteer shout out goes to Diana and Mark. These are two of my favorite people and the reason that this podcast is possible. These two amazing humans have volunteered to record, edit, and polish up what I dish out every week. And that's a pretty heavy lift. Thank you, Mark and Diana, for your commitment to defending democracy. And now back to our episode. So let's talk about our summit in Pennsylvania. We, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you'll be there. Are you planning to attend the summit? Yeah, I was going to come and I was all jazzed. Maybe I'll be, this will be my big coming out, you know, and whatnot, so to speak. But, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to hang and just watch, observe, be part of the show. And I'm just so excited to go. This is the most exciting thing. I live a pretty, yeah, I got a lot of money and, you know, I got things going on, but my life's kind of boring and this one's going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. And I'm, I really, really hope we get those buses filled, get people out, rah, rah, you know, and, and, and give them hell. And you have chartered buses from, for us from Buffalo, New York to Philadelphia and from North Carolina to Philadelphia, we are able to get probably another hundred people to the protest from out of state who otherwise wouldn't have been able to come. So there's a lot that, that we have planned going on for the summit. And on uh, the, we're going, defensive democracy is officially going to be protesting on the Friday. Um, I personally am going to be staying there through the weekend um, but with my group, we'll be there Friday. We're going to have, we're hoping to have some pre-event events on the Thursday before, 
And again, I was hoping that you would, um, hoping that you'll be present. So at least, you know, even if you want to remain anonymous, just hang out with everybody, like get to know, like you seem like a really down to earth guy. All right. I, I always say to people, I'd rather be, I'd rather be in a room full of addicts than I would in uh, a, sitting with a room of those people. You know, I mean, I can't stomach it, you know, and so there are people who are real, you know, they've been through it, gay, trans, they're targeted, you know, I feel like they're my people, you know, and so I really do. There are people. And so I'm really, I'm really, really, I'm so thankful I have the opportunity to do this. I'm great. I'm, I got a lot of gratitude and I appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, look, I try not to get caught up too much in outcomes, you know, kind of like a Buddhist thing. Do what you can, live in the moment. But I'm hoping this is going to be a killer moment for us. I really do. It has already. Did you see? Did you see the um, the the billboard truck that we had out in front of the museum of the American yeah. Revolution? Yeah, uh, awesome. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. and you know, yeah. hopefully that'll be there for their the thing they're doing. You know that other event. The, what museum is it that they're going to be doing the Thursday or Friday thing at? American Revolution Museum. Oh, that's that museum. The Museum of the American yeah, Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the employees are protesting as well. So we're really um trying to you know uh support the employees who have been um horrified by the fact that the museum is giving a stage to uh now an officially um declared extremist group by the Southern Poverty Law the Center. SPLC is so, awesome and they nailed it on that one and thank goodness because they they're really shining a light on the on the what's crawling out from under the rocks there. So. What I don't understand though, and and I'm I'm always eternally hopeful, but my hope was that now that the now that the SPLC did declare Moms for Liberty and an anti-American extremist group, I believe that's their specific term, that the museum would would say, okay, we have this kind of window of time where now we can say, well, you weren't that before. Now that you are, now we can cut the ties. You know, they have this opportunity now that they should take advantage of it. I mean, I guess I fall on the free speech side too. You know, I mean, yeah, I think they shouldn't do it and they shouldn't let them, but I don't know what their mandate is. I don't know who funds. I mean, I know it's probably publicly funded, but I mean, do they have to give equal time? You know, yes, we think it's the worst thing in the world, but, you know, they think they're great. What do they call themselves? Something warriors or righteous war? Oh, joyful, joyful warriors. warriors. Gag. Oh, yeah. It's so cringe. cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so, cringe. so, yeah. Um, you know. Well, you know, I can't, with, with all that I've seen that Moms for Liberty has done and said, I, I, I do not feel that hate speech is free speech. Yeah, I agree with you. You're right. You make a good point. And, you know, yeah, hate speech is not cool. It ain't right. You know, you know, and but you know what they're going to do? They're going to throw it back. They already did. They're already like, well, why is them? even with Trump? I mean, that guy's caught dead to rights. And now they're out there saying he's targeted by the Biden. But I heard William Barr yesterday said it ain't. It's absolutely true. It's a terrible case. It's damning. He's going down. You know, so stop. He was on Fox News saying, you know, stop saying that that it's targeting. It's not. It's a legitimate legal case. National security, you know. So anyhow, they'll do the same thing with Moms for Liberty and SPLC. They'll say, oh, it's just the loony left and the woke right. I can't, I can't stand that Vivek woke guy. I mean, I know he's, hey, he's their most diverse person in there, you know, the Ramswani, the whatever his name is. I've never, 
I don't know. He's who the that one that is. says he's, that? he's one of the speakers there. I think he's a presidential candidate too. But he um his whole thing is, you know, anti-woke agenda and all I'm getting so sick of that. And also good luck Ron, good luck, Ron, going up against Disney. At least we got Disney, you know, doing the right thing. So sorry, I ramble. No, 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 that's okay. Like because I saw I saw on the news this morning they had people in front of Disney. Yeah. I saw obviously it. Yeah. that's what with the swastikas mm-hmm. on the flags. I mean, who can look at that and say those are whatever, righteous or Joyful warriors or Americans or whatever, defenders of truth. They're defenders of the past. They're defenders of a horrible legacy. You know, we got to unwind that shit and they're trying to do it. They're trying to make it wound up even more. So, you know, so I, that's why I do this, all of these reasons. And plus you guys are awesome. Oh, thanks. I think we're awesome too. I really do. I have never, I, Listen, I am so proud of our our volunteers and our board and our sponsors and our donors. Like this is a country coming together over a single issue in a way that in my two decades working in nonprofit for great organizations, great organizations I've worked for, I have never seen anything like this. The, the immediate and unifying um, issue of having these fascist, these anti-American, anti-democratic um, characters and, and groups popping up like a cancer all over the country. Yeah, one of my favorite sayings is, I, they attribute it to Sinclair Lewis, but it's essentially fascism will come to America wrapped in a flag and carrying a cross when fascism comes, you know, so it'll be, it's oh powerful. Gosh. You know, I, I don't know if he actually said, but that was the 20s and 30s and you know, this shit's getting repeated. You ever seen the Nazis? Ever? You know what a pink triangle is? You know what a, you know, uh, a Star of David is? A gypsy star? I don't even know all the different horrible things they had for these people, but experimenting and just grisly. And you know what? You think that can't happen here? Look at January 6th. We were like one guy away, Mike Pence. You know, I can't stand Mike Pence and the whole thing, but, you know, hey, on that day, he took one for the team. That's right. I have a neighbor. I'm just going to say this real quick. Someone in our neighborhood who had, in right at on January 6th, had a flag in front of his house. Trump, Pence, 2020, right? Trump, Pence, 2020, blah, 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 make America great. The day after January 6th, he literally spray painted out the Pence part of it because, yeah, Pence is a traitor. You know, I, the cognitive dissonance, the hypocrisy, the whatever word you want to come with, it's it's staggering staggering so let's try i i i, I want to conclude this podcast because we talked a lot about a, have a lot of heavy stuff and i i want to try to leave it on a on a positive note <laughs> so help me out walter like how do we uh leave this on a like a, a a hopeful note like what are we looking at absolutely you know i went to pride march recently and i i was like standing there with all these people i'm not you know, I'm nothing. I'm just a cisgen. I don't even know all the right words, but I'm a white guy. And I could not have been more happy, joyful just to see these people living their lives, letting their freak flags fly, whatever you want to call it. I don't judge them for a second. And I don't think we should because they're already perfect and whole. You know, they're not, they don't need to be, you know, they have the right to their own bodies. Same with women, everybody. And they have a right to be who they are. Yeah, we don't want to shove it down your throat and, you know, but nobody's really doing that. So 
let us live, let everyone live and, you know, be your best person. And I really think that this is going to help. You know, I really do. I want to move the needle with you. And, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, I have nothing but gratitude for you, gratitude for what your organization is doing. Um, you know, I got my pride bracelet on right now. And you know, that's about as far as I, I can't get too radical down here. I, you know, people be boycotting our business before I know it, you know, so, but, but and doing what I can, you know, like we all are. And let's go out and enjoy this day, live in a moment. Cause you know, I just, we didn't, we can't control yesterday. Our thoughts, we can sort of look forward to the future, but the only thing we have that's real is right now and here and let's love it. Let's love each other and, and be positive forces. And I totally agree with you. And I thank you, Walter, for leaving us on that really positive note. I'm fired up. I'm fired up to to talk to the volunteers I have to talk to today and the other good people who, like yourself, are doing whatever they can to help us out. So I wish you the best. I look forward to seeing you in person and giving you a I do, too. I was just thinking. I can't wait to do a big hug and I'll probably cry. I can be sort of, you know, hey, I'm not an alpha male, but. (laughs) I can, I know, I can, I'm not an alpha male, but I can play one on TV if I need to. But I also, when I get emotional, <laughs> waterworks, but Hey, maybe that's part about being a good guy. I don't know. That's going to be a good day. You and me and the rest of the crew all celebrating uh, that moment in Philadelphia uh, at the end of the month. So you have a great rest of your day. I look forward to seeing you again and we will do some really make some good trouble together. How about that? That's awesome. I love all the people listening. I mean, I pretty much do. I don't know exactly who's listening, but just remember we're on the team here and you got a, a guy with some purse strings to help, you know, and I'm here to counter a lot of that stuff going on. So thank you. Yes. And $10,000 up to $10,000 Keep those donations coming in for the rest of the month and and Walter will match them. Thank you, Walter. Thanks for listening to the Defense of Democracy podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can find out more at defenseofdemocracy.org. Please consider becoming a support partner by texting the letters D-O-F-D, that's Defense O-F, Democracy, to 44321. Stay strong and remember, there is more good than bad out there and you're standing on the right side of history.